following program is paid for by the Hawkeye Huddle, which is solely responsible for its content. The opinions and views expressed in this program do not necessarily reflect those of 1700 The Champ, Cumulus Media, or its employees or management. The Hawkeye Huddle on 101.3 and 1700 The Champ. Interact with the show on Twitter at Hawkeye Huddle and at Hawkeye Huddle 2. And hello again, everybody. Welcome to the Hawkeye Huddle here on 1700 The Champ and 101.3 FM. I'm Brett Ridge along with Dave Creighton Jr. We are at GMIGS. We I, I missed two weeks ago. I was in Roanoke, and then uh, we were uh, we were in the studio last week. And you, then you have been in some of the strangest towns I, I know in the country. I, the, I, yeah, Pigeon Forge and Gatlinburg the last couple of days. That was kind of fun, though. I've never. It, it was boy. That that is. It's uh, Wisconsin Dells slash Branson on steroids. It's a whole different deal. Anyway, uh, that in the middle of the Blue Ridge Mountains, uh, uh, Smokies, Smoky Mountains. Yes, just a yes. It's just all Smoky Mountain stuff. Right? All right, so, there you go. Anyway, um, caught up. We caught the show Hamilton. They took us into Knoxville. We we had, I couldn't afford it here in Des Moines. I could afford it out there. It was weird. Anyway, we, it was it was great. Um, that was fun. By, and, by the way, and I can still get the Hawks on any channel I want on my phone while I'm out there, right? So what, why when, even worry about it? When the Hawkeye Huddle finally retires, Brett Ridge will give you all of the vacationing tips yes. on how to do everything on eight dollars. Yeah, no, 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 no. I know you did Hawaii. You did a week in Hawaii on two hundred and five bucks. No, it was not. No. And you had to be like, home every like, day at three o'clock like, for the free ice like, cream. It was like five o'clock, five dollars, five hundred dollars. That was years ago, years and years ago. Yeah, we did. I we had like five hundred dollars in one day in Hawaii. You can do that. You can. I I got a deal. Right. It was a good deal too. It was fun. That was a long time ago. That was. Jeez, what were you ten? Andrew was ten. Maybe. So maybe nine. eight, nine, ten. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, uh, but um, yeah, I can give you vacationing tips if you want. But I will also tell you. That uh, looking forward to watching uh, Iowa women's basketball tonight as the uh, the Hawkeyes. What are these ranked seventh still? Is that right? Six, six. I, never, I didn't write uh, that sixth down. Sixth ranked Iowa there. plays seventh ranked Maryland. That's right. On the road in in uh, in uh, College Park. College tonight. Park, Maryland. Yeah. Stacy Freeze and her seventh ranked Terrapins. And uh, this looking is, for a little payback too. I tell you what. So uh, yes, they are because Iowa handled them uh, a couple of weeks ago. We were a little worried about uh, the games this last week just because you got number two Indiana coming into Carver on Sunday. Sunday. Um, and so if you get past this one, you have a sellout crowd, ESPN game day coming in, and you're going to have national TV for the Big Ten regular season championship. At least a piece of it is what they'll be going for. So this is a big one, but they had to beat uh, Wisconsin last week. They did it easily at home, 91-61. Then went on the road to a, to Nebraska, who had – Played them close in Iowa City, won eighty to sixty, tied at thirty-one. Around, I think it was thirty-four, thirty-one when Caitlin Clark decided I'm just going to shoot from the state of Nebraska logo, and that's not a joke, right? In a, in a three-point game on the road, a sellout crowd, well, close to sellout crowd, the biggest crowd they've ever, largest crowd in the history of Nebraska women's basketball, and she stops there and pops it in, and after that, Iowa got up. I think they were up 28 at one point in time. I was watching was the second half. Was that the panhandle, or was that, was that closer to Omaha? It's closer on the, pa- the panhandle. All right, on so the panhandle. it was out. Yes. Keep your hands off of my whatever. Yeah. So uh, they're 22-5, and 14-2, and two, and uh, this will be a big one for them tonight. And since this is a big game for them, uh, that's going to be the subject. Of, we're going to do the subject of our Fifth Street Five a little bit later on, our, our – uh, Mount Rushmore of Iowa women's basketball. And 
We're going to tell you every women's basketball player that we, that can, we remember. can remember. <laughs> no, the top five thing has really done a nice job of making, at least me, do a little research from time to time just to think about some extra things, right? Not just not just uh, memories, but let's let's actually dive into some stats and things like that. So we'll get to that a little bit later on. Um, the other big news for the women's team is, uh, before we, we leave that discussion right now, is that uh, – um, Kate Martin and Gabby Marshall are back. Er, Saw that next year, right? Monica, or excuse me, Warnock. What's her uh, first Mackenzie name? Warnock. Mackenzie. She's going. She, to, she's she's gonna, going to go join Herbie. Yeah, and try to become to be a dentist. Yes, she wants to be a dentist. So she's going to give uh, give up basketball after the year. I but can't believe she she's not already the, locked into the University of Iowa Dental School. How is that even an issue? I don't know. Lisa don't know. said. She's hopeful to get into the University of Iowa Dental School. It's very competitive. I don't care. She's a varsity <laughs> basketball player. She are you suggesting that athletes should get a, a spot above them, um, ahead of other people? Pre- presumably, she has the grades. She start, start. If she qualifies for dental school, she should have a spot. I bet you she gets in. That's, just talk just, about your no-brainer. Just, here. just a little. I bet you she gets in. Right. What a PR nightmare if you don't let her if in. You don't let her in. Yeah, she decides know. to go to Creighton Law or a Creighton Dental Dental School because uh, Iowa wouldn't let her in. That's so just stupid. As good as they are, they had all these five starters back this year, and next year they'll they'll have. And Caitlin Clark will. cannot go early. Oh, she can't. I read this uh, today. I think it was Dockerman or somebody had it out there. She has to come back uh, for her fourth year, and she could. Potentially. Play a fifth year. Do the fifth COVID year. If she wanted to. And by that time, she will have in the neighborhood of 5,000 yeah, points. Yeah, she'll easily have surpassed. Um, um, well, I mean, NCAA all-time scores. Yeah. Oh, that's probably true. Uh, it's about 3,600 points actually uh, in during my research today. Like Brittany Griner's fourth, and there was a girl, uh, Jackie Stiles from Southwest mm-hmm. yep. Missouri. Yep. And couple others i didn't honestly i didn't memorize the list but it's around 3600 points and she's at 2300 2400 right now 20 yeah 22 i think okay yeah 21 still 12. there's some discussion about not being about other people being in the conversation for player well, of the year i mean i understand that you gotta it, have a conversation just to have it well there always has to be three finalists i guess that's true i mean even the heisman has Three or four finalists. Yeah, but anybody making a legit... Jay Bielis tried to make the argument the other day, and I'm like, dude, you just lost every ounce of respect. I mean, it's just, it's just an, an idiotic argument, right? It is. I, uh, Keith Murphy made the point the other night. You see, even in Pigeon Forge, I can watch sound off. There you go. But, well, because I've coached basketball with uh, John Sears. Did okay, there yeah, you go. Yeah. Um, He's a fine dancer. Is he? Oh, yeah. I didn't see that. Anyway, um, I had a good time with him. But uh, Keith Murphy, Murphy made the point. Caitlin Clark is in the top ten in twelve different categories. I didn't realize category. that you could have twelve statistics. I don't categories. even know what they all are. Right? Points, and, free throw shooting, right. probably. Yeah. Steals, assists, block, uh, re- rebounds, blocks, rebounds. Or, right? It's rebounds, rebounds. I mean, she. Um, yeah. The and he made the point, and here's the. the the nitpicky point that they're like that people are wow she she shoots too much then no she shoots one of the higher percentages in the country and she's also one of the top three assist uh, people uh, girl uh, women in assists ask, ask Monica she's out of if she, yeah <laughs> she, she shoots, shoots too, much. too much right 
And she only led the country in scoring and assists last year, the first player ever to do that. And it may never happen again. Well, right? other just, than this year. Well, she's not. I, I think <laughs> she, she. I'm not sure if she. I think there's one other. Um, well, she I might. Think somebody else is ahead of her in a number of assists this year, actually. Well, so. I was going to say, she may not even lead, yeah. lead the country in scoring. But it's the triple. The, the, no, but the triple doubles uh, yeah. are something that they're just. It's just something. So, anyway, they're on at, uh, not, at 7 o'clock tonight, which is nice. To, uh, so, we, we don't have to be watching it while we're on the air right now. We'll be able to sit and watch it a little bit later on here. And I think, is that BTN tonight? It's BTN tonight, ESPN on Saturday. 1 p.m. on uh, Sunday, sorry. 1 p.m. on Sunday, by the way. Um, That's on big ESPN, isn't it? That's the big one. It is. And, the, and like I say, uh, the game day crew will be there. The, the women's basketball game day crew will be there in Iowa City on Sunday morning, too. And it's the first time, obviously, that's happened for uh, basketball uh, as they get set. Um, well, they have, like, I don't know, 8,000 people go to game day? Wouldn't you think? I, 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 I mean, do they limit that? Uh, I don't think so. I, think I mean, they, you know, they, usually like when you see it on TV, it looks like they only let like one you know side I, in. Uh, let's, they put out a press release. We'll see if we can pull that up during the break. Maybe right? our intern could check that out. That's true. We do have somebody sitting here who's got a phone. And brand new phone, as I understand it, it by the way. It looks, like, looks, it looks pretty cool. It looks lovely. Maybe he can pull it. But he doesn't get the press releases. But I bet it's on HawkeyeSports.com because they put all of them out there. So maybe you look that up. Uh, <clears throat> the men's team, uh, a big game tomorrow night at Wisconsin. Of course, a lot to talk about there. Beat Ohio State last week rather easily. Uh, 92, was it, did it end up 92-75? That sounds right. That sounds well, right. They, I think they were up 25. Yeah, they, at some point in time. Uh, and then on the road, lost 80-60 to at Northwestern. Probably a lot more to discuss there. Let's do the positive about Ohio State. Ohio State hung around for a little while, and then Iowa just really put the hammer down in the second half. I think it was they were down 35-34 or 36-35, and they went on a 45-17 to run. Uh, Connor McCaffrey had 13 assists the other night. That'll do it, by yeah. the way. <laughs> it, 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 it will. And, uh, you know, Connor putting himself it, – it, it, it's – I can't I go back and call myself out. I mean, and he was having a rotten season two years ago. Remember, it was. He was well, really. He was struggling st- shooting. He couldn't shoot the basketball. Right. And he was a liability on that, but he was doing other stuff that we said was good. Now he shoots well on top of the fact that he's one of the, you know, he's the top assisted turnover ratio in the country. By, like, a huge margin. I mean, almost four to one. Something to that effect. Anyway, um, yeah, no, but, you know, it's the reason Connor didn't have very many assists on Sunday is because nobody could throw it in the ocean. Yeah, I mean, when you're three, three for 24 uh, from three-point range, I mean, and you lose by 20, you missed probably an expected additional 15 to 18 points well, did you on s- the threes that you normally would make. So there, I, I, I lost it yesterday. Uh, but there was a, um, there is a, an adjusted. There's a website that does the adjusted expected outcome of a game. Right. If Iowa makes its normal percentage of three pointers, right. And if they do, they had a 43 percent chance of winning. Right. They had a, you know, a 57 percent chance of losing by one point. Right. It was it was either way. So in other words, if Iowa could have made shots the other day, which if which, they'd have made five more. Right. Right. You know, made five more and not and not points. had the, not had the double technical. Which, by the way, so I didn't get to catch that live, 
But I caught. I went back and watched to see what was going on. It, it was a thirteen-point game. It was a big deal at the time. No, it wasn't. It, that game was that game was getting away from us. The fact of the matter is, well, they had hit a, they'd hit a couple shots. To okay, get to thirteen. You, you could give him one, but he didn't deserve the second one, and particularly when you're wrong. And then Patrick yeah. turns around and says, "Man, that was bad," and, and he gets teed up. And it was and it was a that was a bad call on Patrick McCaffrey. He, you know, he completely whiffed on touching anybody. It's just it's it's hard to say or, or, or whatever however you want to put it, um, but. Courtney Green, we shouldn't know the names of officials. For some reason, we do. And part of it is that Fran has a reputation. By the way, Fran's he's been – First time he's got te- uh, kicked out in four years. Right. So Five, let's point actually. Let's, let's, 2019. Let's put, put it this way. So this is his 13th year. He's only been run four times, right? Even Dr. Tom got run a couple of times, right? <laughs> I mean, it, I it doesn't, have, doesn't happen very often, but, uh, but uh, it, it does happen, right? And Fran – there's no question when he goes off, he goes off, right? But Francon five. There is the, this. Courtney Green has no excuse for giving anybody a, a technical for being out of the coach's box, because Tom Tom Izzo doesn't even know where the coach's box is. Oh, he was call, he was calling timeout. Oh, oh, yeah. It was during a timeout, so you can do that, right? So Tom Izzo lives at the at the at the mid court line. Um, the, what's his name? The little guy from uh, Pati- little Patino from Minnesota la- uh, lived on the court. He would come out on the court while the ball was down on that end and be coaching. Yeah, and they never gave him a technical, right? But they give Fran a, a technical for being out of the box, and then yeah, and then obviously he went nuts because it was a it was a bad call. Now look, well, it was close, but it was another. But it was it's on t- not close because they don't even have to count anymore. All no, you have to do is watch, watch the watch clock, it, right? It, if it gets to twenty. That's ten seconds. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not twenty-one. Not doesn't have to go to nineteen. Doesn't have to go to, and that's that's what. So that's what Courtney Green's excuse was. Well, he said, "Well, they have to touch it by the time it goes to nineteen, which is not the rule. That's, Number one, it's it, not. That's it, wrong. Not wrong. It 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 has to once it hits twenty. That's ten seconds. You're right. So it hit twenty. The ball was not in the Northwestern kid's hands. They got pictures of it on TV. Fran was right, and you run him for well, coming out of the box during a timeout. Which is not a which is not a technical foul, and then for being right, and then you turn around and get his kid for now. Yeah. Granted, Patrick probably didn't need to turn around at the free throw line and say anything, but it was a bad call. He did turn. He turned right to him and said it. He, but, but he, he just kind of turned his yeah, head. He, it's not yeah, like he. Yeah. It's not like he stood up, turned around while in that little box, and yelled at him. Uh, the greater question is, what? Well, there's a couple. First of all. How does Courtney Green get assigned to Iowa basketball? Every week. I mean, he's not only is he bad, but he clearly has issues with Fran, right? And and, and he's the phantom call at the end of the Rutgers game last year that, that cost him the game. And he's the phantom call against Michigan State. And he's you know he is all of these things, and he's clearly a problem for all. The, Jordan Bohannon is fun to kind of follow on Twitter because yeah, right. he actually look this guy he just. You know, Jordan's 28 years Please old now. Finish your he's word. like, he's 28 years old now. Well, I had a lot of caffeine, <laughs> and he's. I don't saying, know what that means. He was saying the other day, this guy's bad. The guy's just bad, right? And he played with it. He played six years having that guy officiate games, and he clearly I, has a bias against Fran. It really, it really surprises me because the Big Ten, they have options. They stand there and they they tout themselves as one of the best basketball leagues. 
Ken Palm's got them number two. Um, they're clearly in the top two or three basketball leagues year in and year out. Why can't we have officials who are in the same vein as the league? And they're around. Uh, you know, they certainly do uh, A-10 games. They do Big East games. They do Big 12 games. But you can't tell me that there's only 18 officials or however many games they can have at one time. Is there seven games, I guess, they could have so at one time? So you have to keep scheduling this guy who so clearly has has a... a see, that's yeah, seven, yeah. seven teams. Let's say there's four on a team. That's 28 officials. Figure out a way that Courtney Green doesn't show up in Iowa City on Saturday. Or at, at the... Right. I mean, at the very least, it, it, uh, Jim Bay never refereed yeah. another Iowa basketball game after and the it, Purdue game. And his career wasn't over magically. Yeah. Right? All right. We'll come back. We got a lot to talk. keep talking about. The Hawks do have a, game, a couple games coming up. Wrestling, baseball, all kinds of fun stuff. When we come back on the Hawkeye Hill, 1700 the channel. And we are back here at G-Mix. Bridge, Dave Green Jr. with you. Fat Tuesday. It is. So what are you giving up for Lent? More drinking? <laughs> I can't give up any more drinking than I've been giving up, can I? <sighs> that medication. I had a couple of weeks back. It's, you know, it's all right. We do have Tom. We do. It's a good, that's a good thing. Yeah. That's a good thing. Tom Kicker of Hawkeye Report. <laughs> hey, don't forget about me, fellas. Of HawkeyeReport.com is uh, on the line with us now. We're back at G-MIGS this week, Tom. So, yeah, a little, little harder to hear you, but we still got you uh, as normal. Good. Hey, um, Tom, listen, we, we spent a good deal of the, the first chunk of, uh, of the session here talking about Courtney Green. But I think that the other piece of the Iowa men's basketball team to look at the other day was just North, we didn't give enough credit. We haven't given enough credit at this point. Northwest was pretty darn good. And they played, they played pretty good defense, and Iowa couldn't throw it in the ocean from outside, and they doubled up inside. And I think that's, at this point in time, I'm surprised that the way you beat Iowa right now is by shutting down Philip Abracha. But in reality, that's kind of where they went. They made Iowa shoot it from the outside, and Northwestern took advantage. They couldn't do it. Or you could say that Iowa settled for the three-point shots instead of trying – trying to work it down low. Now, you look at the stats, and Iowa was 3 of 24 from 3, but 20 of 30 from 2 points. So maybe you work it around a little bit more. I think they just got um, jumped early, and, you know, Bowie and Barry and Adige hit those threes early, and Iowa just kind of tried to hit home runs instead of singles. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, for sure. And, I, go, ahead. go ahead. Oh no, I I agree exactly with you. I I, I kind of got that same that same feeling as I was watching the first half. Was just like, dude, guys, just you know, and we saw it in the second down. half where where yeah. Tony Perkins got the ball in on four straight possessions, scored. Yep. Um, yep. And I, and I got to thinking, it was the Illinois game where Connor said to his dad, "We need to run more stuff." For Tony early in the game, yeah. So he stays yeah. engaged. I that seems to be a big key for the Hawks to get a guy like Tony, that third scorer, if you will, besides Chris and besides Rabracha, to get that those contributions. Whether it's Peyton Sanford or Tony Perkins, um, Ulysses had a couple good games. 
but you need that third guy, it seems, in order to have success. And clearly on the road, it has been a struggle for the Hawks all year. Yeah. yeah. I um, I ran the stats, um, shared them on our podcast. I'm going to write about it tomorrow. But um, just the, the – I, I looked at the – the game logs from January 1 on. So good sample size, and it's all Big Ten games. And they're essentially 10% worse shooting team from three and from just overall um, home versus road. They're shooting like 50% from at home from the floor and 41% from three, and it's down like 31% uh, from three on the road. So... They just don't shoot it well on the road for whatever reason. It's been kind of the – and it's been neutral sites, too. I go back to, like, the – The like games the at the game. Garden, right, yeah. Yeah, the game at the Garden, um, the TCU game at a neutral. Even that game uh, against Clemson, they didn't shoot it great. You know, they just – I don't think they shot it that great. So It doesn't it's really been, bode – It's been it a, a bode... season-long thing. Yeah, it doesn't bode, yeah, it doesn't well, bode for well for the tournament. Well, for an NCAA, no. <laughs> no. you know – Big Ten or NCAA. <laughs> right. That, and, that's, and obviously that's scary. Uh, one of the things that Brett and I were talking about the, was... The only, uh, the, the, only other th- the only thing I would say, though, is the other team's not going to be on their home floor, so maybe that makes a difference. Right. So there won't be what you might call in the Big Ten some serious home, home cooking. Home court. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah, there won't be any friendly home ri- rims, but... You know, like in the NCAA, somebody brought up those Wilson basketballs that they used last year, that everybody on the team. I mean, from the first day they got a hold of those things at the at the gym, I remember that day and talking to a few of the players as they were doing just their shoot-around, and they all of them were complaining about it, kind of looking at the ball and just, you know, all of them just didn't like the ball. It was it was a, it's a hard basketball, and, they, and that was the, the ball that uh, they used at Northwestern, too. Was the Wilson ball? Yeah. So yeah. Northwestern's been planning, get, leave it to them, uh, for the NCAA basketball tournament well, all you year. you got to wear the right yeah, shoes, but, right? <laughs> put, their, put, their, put, your, put all your money on the on Northwestern to win the NCAA tournament now. Yeah, there you go. Because they've been playing with that ball. Yeah. Well, I tell you, you I mean, the basketballs do matter, and, and I don't know if Wilson is for sure the basketball of choice for your NCAA basketball tournament, but – it, it is. It's it, well. It's going to be. They've they're contractually uh, in place to do it. So yeah, that's that's just so weird that you actually have a basketball contract. I mean, there's it, so right. many good yeah. basketballs out there now, and so you choose the one you that get is, the crappiest the one, one that, for the most that everybody money. Hates right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, well. well, at least it's not uh, multicolored like an ABA ball that you know. <laughs> but those were cool. <laughs> they, they were, but so that always seemed. Yeah. Screw with people too. So at seventeen and ten, nine and seven, they they go. Uh, they're still tied for fourth, and actually, at, at being tied for fourth, um, head to head right now, that's fine. They're sitting in fourth position in the Big Ten, but uh, unfortunately, a couple of the other teams who are tied with them have easier schedules down the way. The Hawks do have Wisconsin tomorrow night. They got Michigan State at home, and then they got to go to Indiana. Um, they they can't really Nebraska. right yeah. right, and then Nebraska. They they can't afford. They can't. They really can't afford time. If they want that double buy, they can't afford to lose more than one. Yeah, I think they and and I think we'd all pencil in Indiana as probably a loss. It's going to be you know right. senior night there, right. and it's just they're going to probably be walking into one for that Indiana game. I would think down there, and 
um, that's why tomorrow night is just so, so important because you got to get – I mean, they almost beat Wisconsin without without Chris Murray and Aaron Eulis the first time around. You know, yeah, they lost they're, in overtime, right? Yep. Lost in overtime back in December. So um, they've got a chance to to beat that uh, Wisconsin team, and if they can do that and pick up that win and get Michigan State on Saturday and That's win against uh, Wisconsin um, or win against uh, Nebraska to wrap things up, then you're back in you're probably a double buy. Right. And the double buy does make a huge difference. It really does. Oh, especially when you're only playing seven guys, really. When you're only yeah, really right. playing yeah, seven. Yeah. I was, while I was looking at that M- MRED uh, site, Tom, that, um, that yep. does, the, you know, you do, and, and actually, uh, oh, I'm on there. I'm on there every day tinkering. Yeah. Well, the, Mar- <laughs> the, one, the thing is, Maryland's got the easy schedule down the road, although they pencil in, MRED pencils in uh, uh, Maryland beating uh, winning at Penn State, I think, which might be a little harder than than they think, and I think Rutgers is the other one that Maryland's that they, not exactly know. road warrior. No, and that's just it. It's funny yeah. they, they have a higher net. They have, and they're they're starting to get noticed. But they beat Purdue the other day, and that that was That'll something, right? That'll do it. But yeah, um, the that site has them winning out, right? And so if the Hawks just win, uh, even only lose the one, I they mean, don't. Ken they Palm's don't get got the, Wisconsin yeah. beating Iowa by one tomorrow. Yeah. So it, it it'll be tough, I, 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 it, but it's certainly important. I still think that you got to be really happy with the fact. That I, I was a doctorman reminded us the other day. I totally forgot. I mean, I knew they, there was a comeback win in there, but I forgot that when they were zero and three, they were down twenty one at home to Indiana. Now Indiana's no slouch, right? They're right. in second place yeah. in the league. They were down twenty one and came back and won that basketball game. And and, and turn the season remember, down. You got to remember, Indiana lost one of their key, well, they, key they, players. In they that did, game. they did, but the comeback Ray had Thompson started. Got hurt that. in that game, yeah. yeah, yeah. But I think yeah. it was down to double, down to like around ten or eleven at that. But yes, absolutely. Um, but it was still that's an amazing thing that you came from that far behind. Yeah, it was Twenty-eight to seven. Yeah, that far behind, looking that bad after having those those losses, and and here you are. You're still in this. So Two it's defensive fun. touchdowns later, and the Hawks were right back in <laughs> they the They were game. right back in it. We just watched uh, yeah, Iowa, Minnesota. I, on, yeah. Yeah, Tom. yeah, I was on the Big Ten Network. I saw that it was on the Big Ten Network a little bit ago. Watched the Jack Campbell interception. Yeah. Yes, he was yeah, still in bounds. He was still, still in bounds. No matter how many times they replay it, he's still in bounds. I, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> so let me change subjects real fast. Um, we're going to go through our yeah. – uh, the, the greatest women's basketball players in Iowa history here after uh, our segment here. But Caitlin Clark is doing things, obviously, that nobody's ever seen before. But how good has Lisa Bluter become with molding these teams? Thanks, Michael. With molding these teams and getting them to play offense in the manner they do. It's something. Yeah, because she had really been built around – Hosts and bigs for a lot of her tenure. Um, you know, she had Sam Logic for a while as a guard, and she was just tough, gritty, hard-nosed guard, but, um, you know, didn't score the way that Caitlin scores. And we've had, the you know, Megan Gustafson. I mean, she just leaves, and they bring in this other girl. Who, you know, we think there's no way anybody's ever going to touch Megan Gustafson's scoring record. And uh, honestly, Caitlin might get there by, you know, yeah, by the end of the year. year. Junior year, yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. Uh, so when we were do, when we were looking at this as they as they Mount Rushmore, I it, it did occur to me this because you and I did not talk about this, but it did occur to me. Where do you put Lisa Bluter in there and and C. Vivian Stringer? They don't get to go up there. We're not putting up there with the players, right? But my goodness, I mean, we're at a point now where uh, Iowa has had has been in 28, <laughs> 28 NCAA tournaments, and Lisa, yeah. this is what is it, this is going to be twenty one out of twenty two years or something, something like, like that, that in a postseason. Uh, and again, they'll get the home yeah, court it, for the it, first two rounds. It has been an incredible run, and potentially, and yeah. Hey, and you know what? If they win tonight and they win on Saturday, there's a good chance they could be a one seed. Yeah, I suppose I hadn't even given that a thought. It's, there's it's probably there's probably a case. There's at least I think they might have to go and win the Big Ten tournament too. But yeah, yeah. So you um, might have to be you could at least twice. But boy, yeah, if they but could beat Maryland could, twice in the same year, that's insane. It's yeah. right there up on BTN yeah, right now. They're, they're, they're getting ready to go here, uh, as as they said. Yeah, it would be it would be something to, to get that number one seed because the drop off that is there, right? It's not you can't get beat, but the drop off that is there is there. okay. So what do you think? Uh, so let's let's go real quick, Tom. We got two minutes. Uh, men's team at Wisconsin tomorrow night, and do the women get it done tonight? Uh, yes and yes. I think both are wins. Uh, I. Um, you know, tonight's going to be really interesting because um, they really got Maryland at the first game. So I, I would suspect they're going to go after them pretty hard. And I was going to get hit right out of the gate in this one. So they're going to have to survive that, but I, I think they will. And tomorrow night, I just think Iowa's got to come out and score some points. If they can get it up into the 70s, I think they'll win the win the game. That's just, I think the path to victory is is as simple as that. Uh, I couldn't agree with you the more. Road to victory is, as Bill Russell once said, <laughs> in order for the Lakers score to win this game, points. they got to score more points than the Celtics. <laughs> That's exactly right. All right, hey, Tom, thanks. We'll talk to you next week. Appreciate it. Okay. Thanks, guys. Tom, Tom Kaker of HawkeyeReport.com. Um, he did actually say, I, I, I will never, never forget that. I remember you I was a kid. I was a kid. I kind of went, my head went sideways. And I, well, you know, you gotta give it he's up right when, he's, when you're right. You're right. It's like the, you were saying yesterday. The number one thing in baseball is you got to play catch, right? And, and, and that, that no was, lie. There's a. If you get a chance, you can follow me on, on the Twitter machine. It's at, at Hawkeye Huddle. I think I quote. Where did you just, get that? What, I don't know, but you were watching. I think it was the Baltimore Orioles had like a three minute dissertation on how to catch the baseball and how to play first base. It was terrific, wasn't it? It was. I as a former first baseman, I wasn't was mesmerized yeah. by just watching. The, the detail for which this coach was given this guy it was spectacular. I, I so as much as I coached first base, uh, I did not do the chest. He was t- don't lean your chest out. T- reach out with your with your hand. Keep your chest back so that that with the ball goes in the dirt, you're you're center of gravity, right? You're right. It was just mesmerizing. And you said number one thing, right? And it's uh, it's as obvious as Bill uh, as Bill Russell saying, you know, yep. gotta score more points than the than the other team. Um, well, before we get to our break, let's mention real quick. Well, I don't know. We, do we have time to cover wrestling? Uh, Spencer Lee won. Uh, he did. It was senior day. I don't want to. 50 wanna, seconds. In 50 seconds. Senior day. You know what? Essentially, it was so they, bad. Is it, and I, I knew this was going to happen. I was cooking on the grill. You missed w- it. Went out, put the stuff on, came in, and they were 
131 guys were running. I was like, you got to be kidding me. I watched it on the bus from from uh, well, Gatlinburg course. right to, to Knoxville. I watched it. It, it, it only took two minutes. It was back it was on the internet. I watched so. the whole thing, though. All right, we'll come back. We'll finish up on that. Talk about baseball, too, and our uh, our all-time greats in women's basketball at Iowa. When we come back on Hawkeye Huddle, 1700 The Champ, 101.3 FM. Ever sit back and think to yourself, hey, we're, we're on the radio. Right. <laughs> we're just talking to each other here, you know, and we're on the. And when we go off the air, we're doing the same thing. We're having the same conversation. Lang- language, extends, language changes. Changes a little bit, extends. But uh, anyway, hey, let's thank uh, all of our great sponsors. I'm going to start this week with the Blue Ribbon Bacon Festival because we have yet to figure out what in the heck we're going to do to give away the, the uh, VIP tickets. But they're going to be. It's going to be something special. We're going to figure that out, right? Uh, so uh, that's coming up in May, first weekend of May, correct? Out May of the 12th. state, May twelfth, second weekend, out at the uh, state fairgrounds, couple day affair out there. Oh, oh bacon. bacon! And uh, we'll be out there too. You never know; you might bump into us. We'll have a good time. Oh, well, wouldn't that be spectacular? Uh, yeah, I saw. I, I I tweeted from there a couple of years ago, right before the axe throwing incident. Uh huh. Yeah. As it has come to be known. As it has come to be known, I was not allowed to throw a second time by the people that were allowing doing the axe throwing anyway <laughs> I, were, I windmilled you, you were barely lucky that you were able to stay yeah. in the bacon fest well, we've been there for a while um we had a good time though yeah we had a good time uh also of course uh sitting right next to us remax concepts andy lancaster yay right thank Woo! you uh brian help key mortgage our friends yeah, here, still currently not here, not here. Still currently <laughs> not here uh, AM PM Plumbing. Do not forget them. They do plumbing. They do great plumbing. Um, they're right here in Valley Junction. But Same price, uh, morning and night. Yes, there you go. They forget. Oh, and uh, Gatehouse Picks, uh, Gatehouse Pictures for uh, and of helping course, us G-Migs. In, with uh, the Hawkeye Huddle website. Yes, uh, GMIGS as well. Of course, we're here and we'll be here next week. Uh, you can join us uh, next Tuesday night at 6 o'clock. We will be here uh, as well. Okay. Um, Let's wrap the wrestling thing real quick. They did, uh, before we get to our, our um, women's basketball top five, uh, the wrestlers did beat Oklahoma State Senior Day 28-7. to This is number six, Oklahoma State, number 16 in the country, 28-7. to uh, Spencer Lee got his pin, as we said, in 56 seconds, but Max Muren got uh, a win on Senior Day. Jacob Warner finally looks like he's uh, he's wrestling with well, a purpose. At least he wrest- yes, Re- again, wrestling with a purpose wrestled again. with a purpose. Right, and he came out and won easily. Tony Cassialbe. Uh, out wrestled, I think the number seven, six wrestler, uh, Nelson Brands upset number seven because he, he's only like number twelve. He upset him, and Abasad came back, and we I think we can tell what's wrong with Abasad. He's got a, a almost a cast on his arm, but it's <laughs> not a cast, right? It's a wrap, and so he's been out for some time. And he did uh, he wrestled the number twelve wrestler and Abe, uh, number ten wrestler, and Abe uh, won uh, from the number eleven spot uh, as far as rankings are concerned. So Big Ten's next up for them, March fourth and fifth in Amar- Ann Arbor, uh, and we'll see how they do. But uh, they certainly had their entire lineup in there this time around. The key, of course, is uh, trying to get your entire team to qualify for nationals. Yeah, absolutely. And, and so you want probably no less than nine, and hopefully ten. And that's where you, 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 you've got a couple of holes in there, and Seabrook is the one that oh, uh, he goes back. Be fine. He should be fine. I, yeah, that, would be not, that would be nine, he right? Got, I think it would be fine. Uh, 31. He keeps getting, like, close to guys, and then he goes for it, – it's fine. He aggressively wrestles at the end against guys who are higher rated, and he gets, he gets majored. Well, I, I, will, I will tell you what. Um, he does not subscribe to the Penn State method no. of – 
of not, time of and, not and, wrestling and then in the last three seconds wrestling. No. Um, baseball team. Let's three, do, do uh, the, you want to do the do five? The five. I, don't want to leave, I don't want to forget about Brody Brecht and the baseball team. Okay. Top five. So this is our Fifth Street Five brought to you by. Well, by the way, Ridge's notes are on a puke bag. Yeah, I was on an airplane today. That's all I had. Um, <laughs> I haven't felt well either. So, uh, the Fifth Street Five. This is our other sponsor, of course, Private Wealth Asset Management, uh, right here in Valley Junction, and they uh, they um, are sponsoring the Fifth Street Five this year to remind all the great folks around the Des Moines area that you can come down to Fifth Street here, not only visit G Mix, but all the great uh, restaurants and shops that are down here. And our Fifth Street Five this week is the uh, the, the best women's basketball players in that University of Iowa history, which is actually harder. To, to narrow down than you think it might be. It is. It's, it was much harder. I mean, Caitlin Clark, obviously, she's going to be our number one, and Megan Gustafson is going to be our number two uh, on, on the all-time list. So we'll f- forget those, and we'll talk more about Caitlin uh, as, as the season ends and as her career goes on all, all throughout next year. But she just she's insane. But the names that I've come up with, the great Michelle Edwards, so Ice Edwards, National Player of the Year and Big Ten Player of the Year, and uh, she she is so Iowa has had uh, five consensus All Americans, and she's one of them, and so she's got to be on that list. I for a while there was at the top of the list, right? right. Now it's going to be hard to just figure out where you're going to place her, but uh, she's, she's definitely in, <laughs> she's definitely in there as I I would put her uh, third as well. Um, also, in the last couple of years, boy, we've had a great run. Realize this is. Yes. This is three straight Big Ten Player of the Year because just a couple of years ago, Kathleen Doyle was in that. Right. I can't put her in the top five. Right. right? She's no. going to be sixth, right? Then, And you also had Sam Logic in there, who is a consensus All-American. Not putting her in there. I'm going to go back to uh, Tony Foster. Sweet tea, Tony Foster. Yes. Uh, what year was it? Which year was that? I wrote it over. 93. 93. She was, well, she was 90 through 93. Okay. Yes. Uh, and played on some really good teams. Tangela Smith was a, uh, was great back then as well. Um, but then on top of that, who else you got? Monica Shazano. You going to put her in there? Yeah. Well, I think by the time it's all said and done, you have to. She's just unstoppable. The other one that that's, was a, was a, a consensus uh, all-big team player was Francia Price. And oh, I, I did not know right. I did not. I didn't have her on my list either. And so you got to remember, you put her back in there, and she was on some of those teams with Tony Foster. Right. And they were really good. I think they went seventeen-one in the Big Ten. The, the I'm going to tell you that Lisa Bluter right there. She's been a friend of our program as well as Jan mm-hmm. Jensen has too. She's going to be my coach. Uh, on this oh, on this team uh, over over C Vivian String C Vivian Stringer brought uh, some incredible things to the University of Iowa and they did go to a Final Four. You got to give that to Christine Grant and they went to yeah. the Final Four before the women's basketball had exploded in the manner that it had. Yeah, it was it was big. It got big, but it has exploded. That's now. a Hall of Fame coach it's, right there. Yeah, absolutely, you're pointing. He's pointing at the screen. I'm pointing at the TV. He, I, I got to agree. And there have been some great uh, great teams in this, so it's fun to do uh, our top five there and maybe bring back a few memories for people because. They're not on TV every week, right? We right. don't see well, them. Well, they, they have been this year, but well, yeah. Well, I guess it's true. They haven't been until this this year, so it's been harder to remember exactly who oh, was. Oh, it would be remiss if we didn't mention Simone Edwards. Yeah, who passed away uh, uh, last week? Just I recently, believe, yeah. just recently. 
uh, uh, played center for the Hawkeyes and was also in uh, one of the top ten scorers, I believe, in Iowa basketball right. history. So, yeah, uh, very much so. would be remiss with that. Before we get out of here, we do want to talk uh, a little bit of baseball because the baseball season started, and it's a little fun to watch this, uh, this ranked Iowa baseball team. 3-0 and on the week. They win 6-2 to in 11 to start the weekend against Indiana State. How Took do you a, watch them? Oh, uh, at this point, they were on. I didn't see these. Okay. okay. But you, they have. They were streaming. Flow baseball. Uh, like flow, flow baseball. Okay. And a lot of them will be on BTN uh, Plus on the on the app here later on. Um, Huxdorf, Kyle Huxdorf walks it off with a grand slam on Friday. And then Brody Breck comes out. And on Saturday against Quinnipiac, uh, he faced 15 batters, struck out 10. He's a national pitcher of the week for D1 Baseball New Magazine. New league record. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it, it, uh, it is. A, uh, that walked, was that's he a, also walked ten, right? New uh, uh, league, league record. record. No, he didn't. No, he faced fifteen, sent fifteen down. He had a perfect game going. They won that seven to one. They won Sunday ten to eight in eight innings. Uh, Marcus Morgan with the start there, and he, he came in highly acclaimed Marcus as well. Morgan from uh, Iowa City West, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Michael Morgan, Michael Morgan's son. son. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, getting a little bit little relief help in there from uh, Luke Llewellyn uh, from there Urbandale. There you go. Here we throw that name out there from Urbandale as well. Um, big weekend coming up now. Okay, so now they go to the Round Rock Classic. Um, they got Sam Houston State. Okay, don't want to lose that on right. Friday, right? But then number one, the number one LSU. team in the country, LSU, on Saturday and uh, K State on Sunday, and so. That lines up for Brody Brecht and his 105-mile-an-hour fastball and his, uh, his perfect record so far to line up against LSU. That will be fun. It will be, it'll be great. What a great test. It will be. And you know what? Um, it, either way, it's great they're playing a couple of these teams. It's going it's to be fun. It helps with too. your net. Or RPI. Uh, the RPI or they have they have the, the good old RPI, which actually was is, is a problem, right? Yeah. Then they got to come home. They play Loras on Tuesday, so don't go down there and win three and come home and play your scrubs and lose to Loras. Uh, you know? I don't think that's happening. Well, he, he he does that from time to time. I know, I know. All right, well we they're, got they're not the scrubs. They're called the freshmen. Well, <laughs> well it, so he's got to rebuild the team. So what's your last call? Right, so that's what he does. Um, last call for for this week. So the Hawks, Wisconsin. Tomorrow night, Michigan State Saturday. Obviously, feel pretty good about Michigan State at home. Uh, the Hawks, a little revenge after losing by two. And they'll be in Carver Hawkeye Arena. I like uh, what Tom says. I think tomorrow night they, they figure out a way to get it done at Wisconsin. And, I, in you know, I said I thought with Northwestern was just going to be a tall order. But I think this is one that they want it back. I think they played poorly on Sunday, and they absolutely know it. And this is one that they can get back, and they're 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 going to go out and play well. I don't think they get to seventy, but I think they win. And then I'm going Saturday. That's I recall be, that you bought gonna, tickets. That's going to be fun. So looking forward. Sell out. Looking forward. Gold, to it. gold out game by the oh, way. Oh, gold out. Good to know. I don't forget your gold. Be bold. Wear gold. Be bold. Wear gold. I'll be there. Yeah, I I, I think um, Carver Hawkeye has been this year, which is kind of interesting. Considering this team was not supposed to be, it's now worth four points according to Ken Palm. It, it's an advantage, right? It, Last year, I bet you wouldn't could have got it worth two, two no, and a half. No, it, it's 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 been a, a really fun thing to watch yeah. the fans at Carver Hawkeye Arena. All right, we'll be back to talk about all of it next week, six p.m. right here on Seven Minutes of the Champion, one hundred one point three FM.